Chicken Crest won't be seen tonight, so we can bring you a very special episode of The Gen X Files. Welcome to The Gen X Files. I'm Jim. <laughs> I'm Adam. And today's show is another edition of for, For the, the stepdads. Yeah, this is our adult show. We get a little more personal. <laughs> adult show. It's, yeah. it's just it's more of our it's uh, nonsense about ourselves yeah. pertaining to the nonsense that we talk about. We get allowed one F word during this this show, so use it wisely. That word is fanatic. Fire truck. Mm, I'm gonna go with fanatic. <laughs> Alright, well, I'm gonna crack open my uh course banquet. Ew. <sighs> nice. I'm gonna sip a little seven and seven. Yeah, yeah. That is oh, awful. That is 11 o'clock in the morning. Woo! <laughs> so, uh, before we begin this grand episode, <laughs> uh, we need to make a couple of corrections yeah. from past episodes. We make a ton of mistakes. Look, man, we're not historians. No. I can barely remember what I ate for breakfast yesterday, which was nothing because I don't really eat breakfast. So I can't remember that. But I can't remember most things. So a lot of things glob together in your mind when you get to be yeah. old jerks like us. Especially stuff from like 40 years ago. Yeah, give us a break. We were babies <laughs> back then. We were just kids. <laughs> yes. But uh, first, uh, let's talk about our, our mispronunciation of a certain gentleman's uh, name. This is totally 100% on me. Uh Yes. The 100% one? on you. I just want to <laughs> shake my shame finger at you. I'm shaking it. I, I, the one name I did not look up how to pronounce properly, and of course it came back and bit me in the butt. Uh, Casey Shemashko. Mm. Uh, I recall. Which is not Seismashko. you, like, am I saying it right? Am you I did, and I said yes because confidently. I, I believed you. I, don't know. I think the way we said it sounds better. It, it's either Siamashko or Shemashko. Uh, I think Shemashko is the technically the Polish pronunciation. Shemashko. And I want to thank uh, Sebastian like Munoz for first <laughs> turning me on to the fact that I said it wrong. Yeah. Thanks so for thanks. being a busybody. Thank you, our number one fan, Sebastian yes. Munoz. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He'll, he's going to have to fight it out with my sister <laughs> for that declaration. So that's on me. So uh, what's on you, Jim? Okay. I love cartoons, but a lot of the stuff that I talked <laughs> about seemed to get mushed together in my brain and just formed into one thing. So, Yeah. When you watch 40,000 cartoons <laughs> before yes. the age of 10, it happens. Yes. Um, I said that H.R. Puffin stuff started with uh, Jimmy yeah. uh, falling into a big hat. Well, his skin flute or whatever. Yeah. His magical talking. Sorry, flute. magical talking flute. Sorry. Do not disparage Jimmy and the flute. Sorry. Jimmy. Sorry. So basically, I was wrong, is 100% wrong. Jimmy lived in that land and was tricked by Witchy Poo. Played by the wonderful Billy Hayes. Witchy Poo. Who just passed in April. Aww. Man, she was almost 100. She started working in 1934. That's crazy. She what was a all career. Yeah. Holy moly. I mean, she worked up until like 2016 doing voice wow. work and stuff. So Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. She is amazing, and I think we should honor her with a show at some point. But okay, she was in both of these shows that I got confused on. So she played Witchy Poo and H.R. Puff and stuff, and she conned Jimmy into getting into this really cool-looking boat. It's like this really whimsical boat. And then he blah, 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 washes ashore. Boat crashes, beep, 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 trying to kill him and get the flute. <laughs> washes ashore. He's saved by HR Puff and stuff. Hi, Jimmy. I'm HR Puff and stuff. Welcome to the police. And then they fight Witchy Poo, of course. I thought he fell into a giant hat, which I loved. But I was confusing that with a show called Lidsville. Yeah. Now, Lidsville. Oh, baby. <laughs> Lidsville starts off with Butch Patrick. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Uh, you might remember from The Moonsters. Oh. As. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah as the, Billy, uh, Billy Munster? Mm, 
I don't remember his name. I don't want to get the correction wrong. So <laughs> Let's just say the Munster Boy. He was on the Munster. Yeah, he was on the Munster. He played the Munster Boy. But, like, all of these Sid and Marty Croft shows, they took all of these sitcom stars from the 60s mm-hmm. and put them in the show. Like, the kid, I forget his name, who was the star of Family Affair and The Little oh, yeah. Prince. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. He was the star of Sigmund the Sea Monster. Oh. And then we had Bitch, Bitch. <laughs> we had Butch Patrick yes. with the craziest, biggest do. I think the biggest thing was they were, all these young men were competing to see who could have the most voluminous hair oh, yeah. of any of these young Sid Motocross <laughs> stars. So anyway, Butch Patrick is having a really fun day at the amusement park. Okay. It's like a Disney, a Six Flags kind of thing, it looks yeah. like. Yeah. And he goes to a magic show. By a magician named Merlot. <laughs> so, of course. He watches the, the show and he's just fascinated by the crap that Merlot's pulling out of his hat. He's got to figure out what's the deal with his hat. What's the deal with this hat? Yeah. So he sneaks backstage. And this is all sung in the almost two minute opening of oh, every God. show we tell the story. <laughs> so he finds the hat. And then the hat grows bigger and red, bigger and red, bigger and red. And that's when the hat got, got big. That's when the hat got wow. big. Wow. That's when the hat got Seven big. Seven. Yeah. Bloop. He and, falls in. All through these dimensions. Right into Lidsville, which is populated by anthropomorphic hats. Of course it is. Awesome hats. And Mr. Charles Nelson And... The wonderful, no. wonderful uh, Billy Hayes oh, as Billy Weenie Hayes. the Genie oh. in several episodes. So that's they had all the same folks in there. Yeah, they would, but, yeah, yeah, they would, they would use the same talent a lot. Yes, but yeah. I don't want. I mean, they were both individually wonderful shows, right? right. So I want to separate them. And also, one other quick, quick uh, mm-hmm. correction. So <laughs> I made a mistake with uh, the banana splits. Tra la 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 la. Tra la 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 la. Um, they weren't all bears, okay? Oh, there was a bear and a dog. Was there a banana? There was a bear, a beer. There a was bear. a no. There weren't any banana strings. No bananas. But there were a band. There were a band called the banana. Oh, the band was called the banana split. But there was a bear. We had a lion. We had a dog. We had an elephant, and something. I don't know. But they weren't all bears, so I was wrong about that. There were a bunch of costume mode. They kind of look like they were like showbiz pizza or like kind uh, of. like the kind of anthropomorphic. Yes, and they animals, actually yeah. did go on tour. Like there was oh, a lot they of did. yeah in the opening. There's a lot oh, of wow. shots of them playing it like amusement parks. You stuff. know, it's funny playing the theme song because I the first time I ever heard it, uh, I was too young before the band splits. But I heard a punk band do a cover of that. Oh um, yeah, so many I, bands have done. It might yeah. have actually been me first in the Gimme Gimmies, but I but yeah 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 it was it was one of those. That's where I first heard it. So, I'm sure we made a ton more mistakes, but those are the ones that I can think of. So. All right. Well, that's good, though. We're owning up to our mistakes. Yes. That's the first step in Well, I also don't want to... Look, I don't care about anything, man. I will give you misinformation about the country, yeah. about but not, anything, but not about cartoons. But it's about what you remember, and we get so involved in it at the time. You know, it's like, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter, right. because it's it just gives you that warm, fuzzy feeling of those oh, sure. cartoons you love. You know, I'll share a story, and my sister will call and say, you know, I didn't really happen that way. <laughs> and, <I> would, <laughs> and she'll explain the way it happened, and, and, and she's right, but it's just your mind remembers things a certain way, and instead yeah. of being yeah, really, you know responsible True. And, and trying to figure out the exact <laughs> truth. We're just going to go off the cuff, off the it's top fine. of our minds, because it's, it's more interesting that way. Anyway. 
All right, well, let's get into uh, this month topic, this month's topic, uh, which is summer school. Not summer school. Summer school. <laughs> is that really? <laughs> yep. Okay. I don't know where you've been the last month, but uh, no, summer and going back to school, the whole going back yes. to school thing. Yeah, school. Um, school in the Sebs and the AIDS. Yeah. Well, yeah. 70s and 80s. And not it's, the AIDS. Well, there Although was the AIDS in yeah. the, the 80s. But, uh, um, yeah, so um, I think uh, appropriate we start with grade school. School for me was a really weird thing to begin with because my yeah. scholastic career began in La Jolla. I skipped kindergarten, went right into the first grade. Oh. I was like five years old or something. And uh, I didn't go to preschool or any of that crap. Just yeah. shoved me into school. Yeah, yeah. And I went to this school called the Evans School for Boys and Girls. Yeah. And there were seven of us. It was wow. one of those like, super gifted, oh, wow. you wow. know. We were doing complex math problems and book wow. reports. And I was at home reading Ricky Ticky Tavi and the nice. Jungle Book, nice. and uh, and it was awesome, man. Because there, were, it, it was just one hundred percent. You got a ton of attention. There was only yeah. seven of us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, bunch of weirdos, man. Even at that age, man, we were doing weird stuff. <laughs> Don't put smart kids together. But uh, we moved from La Jolla to Escondido, mm-hmm. and my mom was on a forever quest. To find a school that would match up. Right. And it was impossible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I went to so many different schools because she'd put me into a public school and then a public school would be garbage. And then she'd put me, yank me out, put me into this other school and I'd do it for a while. And then then there's another one that's probably better. Right. So it was a lot of just going from school to school. How many, do you know how many schools you, or do you have any idea? How many you went to? Before high school? Before high school, I think it was six or seven. Ooh. And then, and then three high schools. Was it was it hard to make friends? Um, y- no, not really. Like, okay, but, well, you're a pretty outgoing guy, mm, so I mean, I don't know. I, maybe yes, it was. There was like, when you're young, it's not as hard to make friends. That's true. Because you're That's just true. like, come on, we'll play like, Star Wars, guys. Yeah, you know, hey. it's like whatever. <laughs> Sometimes it was hard being the new kid, but I also didn't really care. Yeah, like I'd rather just go home and right and read right, or. Right. No, play same, Legos same. or do whatever. And I had friends that lived next door and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. You also, yeah. Okay, okay. You know, so it's like, but yeah, it, it was weird because I would just get so bored because, they're, you know, public school was so stupid. You know, you yeah. just, you didn't really yeah. learn anything. Yeah. I mean, you did, but it it was just, you know, phonics and, and I, you know, I was already <laughs> reading novel. You know what I yeah, mean? It's yeah. like, yeah. I, it's just not, I'm not like some... Super genius or whatever. Sure. Like, uh, like Cameron Crowe. Cameron Crowe. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> you didn't, you only skipped one grade, not I only three. One three. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it was always my mom trying to find the good school. Yeah. And it was difficult, right? Yeah. A little bit, but it was also like, you know, I was a messed up kid to begin with. I had a lot of, you know, uh, issues and stuff. So there was this one, I'll tell one oh, story yeah. from, because there's tons of them, but this one is like, this one burns into my brain. We used to, I used to ride the bus to one mm. of these schools. And so, you know, we would walk to the bus stop. It was a few blocks away from the house. And we had a bus stop bully. Uh, Jack. Jack the, Jack bus, the stop bus stop bully. bully. He was a few uh, grades ahead of us. He was uh, probably like a, the way I remember it, he was like two feet taller than us. And he just was a like coward. 35. <laughs> he was <laughs> a skinny school. little freckle-faced kid <laughs> who, you know, bullied the, the little kids to get their... Their uh, 
lunch money or you literally know. to get their lunch money. Yeah, that, wow. well, or that, or take their sandwiches, or just push them around, just, or just try to throw his weight around. Yeah, exactly. Just being a jerk. It was like, oh, here comes Jack, you know, and and it built and it built, and I had. I had a little anger problem when I was younger. <laughs> my old man died on my third birthday, and it and it made me mad, and uh, <laughs> really it made me very very mad. And so I, imagine, yeah. I had a lot of anger. There was this time where Jack was just really going to town on everybody, yeah. making all the kids cry, and he pushed this little girl, oh, little no. girl I had a crush on. Oh he no! Pushed her down so hard, her little bottom slapped the ground, into a puddle. Oh, no. So she starts crying. She's all dirty. She's hurt. And he's laughing, and he's laughing. And I lose my mind. Yeah. I scream in rage. <laughs> and I lift up my Scooby-Doo lunchbox. Oh, no. One of those metal bad boys. Yeah. Weighted down with a thermos inside. Oh, yeah. And I wail on Jack. Bang, 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 smack, 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 smack. Man, it felt like hours that I was beating this kid with this <laughs> lunchbox. The thermos goes flying. By the time I was done, the lunchbox was just a mangled piece of oh, metal no. that didn't have any resemblance to a lunchbox anymore. Poor Scooby-Doo. Jack, bawling his brains out. More humiliated than anything else, well, probably. Yeah. Well, it's the first time somebody stood up to him. Oh, he was bleeding yeah. a little bit, too. Well, I mean, I got yes, yes. Not super proud of this. A little proud of it, but uh, but he never bullied us again. Good. And and every time he saw me, it was like he eyeballed down to my lunchbox because of course I got a new one. I think yeah, I got a six yeah. million dollar man after nice. that, one, which was the one I really wanted. <laughs> so it was a win win for me. Right. The sad thing is, is a couple of years after that, Jack was hit by a car. Oh no. Uh, he lived. Oh. Well, he was effed up. Messed like, up. His oh, one no. of his legs like shattered oh no he spent like two years in a hospital bed and when he came back to school Uh he was well does you know that there's a thing called karma (laughs) well i mean he's a kid though here's the thing it's like yeah he was a little bit of an a-hole but i mean he's a kid he didn't deserve to be hit by a car because he was a bully yeah he did (laughs) all right jack if you're listening adam says you got your come-ups I I actually went to Catholic school for the first six years, uh, up to sixth grade, and uh, didn't I, much the same. I think with you in your public school in Escondido or or whatever, I learned phonics. That was the only real thing that I, I took away from you Catholic on school. It? I was. You were hooked on phonics, uh, but it, it it made me very similarly to you. I just wanted to read. Yeah. Like, I read all the time. Like that's all I wanted to do. I, bit of a loner, but I had I mean I had friends, but sure. like neighborhood friends and stuff. But uh, but. Eventually, in sixth grade, I realized very young that I was like, yeah, Catholic school isn't doing anything for me anymore. And my parents figured this out, and they asked me, just sat down and asked me, do you want to go to public school? There was literally half a block up the street from me (laughs) was the middle school, and I was like, yes. Was it a Jesuit? No. Okay, because those are the best, man. Yeah, yeah. You learn a lot from them Jesuits. But I realized very early, and so when my parents sat me down and said, do you want to keep going to the Catholic school, I thought about it for literally like 10 seconds. go, no, like I'm going to go up here. So I go to this uh, public school, and the first year I go in, and they had to take pictures, and it was this picture day, you know. So waiting in Very line. special day. Yeah, and my I didn't care, but my mom wanted the picture. She wanted those I, those, those three yeah. by fives for her wallet. Right. She probably got the deluxe package with and two I, oh, big yeah. five by. I we still have the pictures. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Man. Those the are the big most eight by tens or whatever. Yeah. I got one with me with braces 
and a perm. <laughs> and I'm Chubb. So we're waiting in line, and this kid comes up, and he'd always been messing with me. And, you know, I, I took a lot of pride in the fact that I meticulously did my hair and made sure I looked good. Still do. It was for my mom. Yeah. You know, like it was, it was for You're my like mom. Fonzie when it comes to your hair. Thanks, man. man. I appreciate that. You're very, very particular. So waiting in line, I'm about five people away, and the kid comes up, and he just messes my hair up. And I was like, you. And I was like, okay. And the teacher said, okay, go, you know, get out of line, go. You know, do your comb your hair, comb damn your it. Hair. And I mean, she was really nice about it because she saw the kid do yeah. it and he got yelled at. And then I come back and the kid does it again. Ah. And I turned to him and I yelled at him, F you, as loud as I could. Oh, but you used the swear. Every, oh, yeah. Everyone went quiet. And the teacher looked at me and he was shocked that I said this. Well, sure. And I just started bawling <laughs> and I ran out of the room. <laughs> And the teacher followed me into the bathroom and said, just do what you need to, take care, you know, compose yourself, do your thing. And they even waited like an extra half hour with the photographer. Wow. And then they pulled me out. My cheeks were all red and blotchy. Aww. And they're like, do you want to wait? And the photographer even was like, I can come back. And I was like, no, we're doing this now. And we got those pictures taken. And they came back. My mom was like, your face looks so weird. Uh, <laughs> I, I have, never, do you have those I pictures? You put them up on our my Facebook mom has them, page. Yeah. No, I don't have them. My mom has Get them. Get your mom to but, send uh, this. I got to see these. It was so. It was the first time I ever swore in front of an adult. And, and I was so mad because oh, it man. was like. You know those adults in the <laughs> teacher's lounge are like, did you hear that, Adam, yeah, kid? I, <laughs> I was so <laughs> mad. And it was. It made me rethink. Like, should I have gone to public school? Like, should I have done this? Oh, yeah. and, and the kid didn't mess with me after that. But like, yeah, you're throwing f bombs uh, around, baby. You're I dangerous was so business. So pissed, like it was so you know, and it's because it was it was all for my mom. Like that was if it wasn't if my mom didn't care, it doesn't, I wouldn't have cared. Well, no, know? you would have because he's messing with your space, man. Yeah. It doesn't matter if he's poking you or rubbing your hair or flicking your nose. I mean, he's getting <laughs> in your biz. It's bullshit. Mm. It is. It was. It was annoying, and I don't remember the kid's name. I can still see his face. God, that memory is just so burned hard. Into my into my subconscious, Adam. That kid was me. No, it was not. It was me. <laughs> you were held back a few years. No, Is that... Well, yes, <laughs> and I was an exchange student from California. From California. <laughs> they wanted me to see how the the gross part of the country lived. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you know, it, it was all worthwhile because at the end of the day, uh, going to, to public school, I met my best friend, Damien, uh, which I think he listens to this. So hi, Damien. Damien. Um, is he amazing. the son of the devil? Uh, no. His... You sure? Did you check his head for 666? I have, a, I have a very, at some point we'll, we'll go through it. But How I old a, is Damien, by the way? My age is 43. So Damien was named after. It's Damien with an A, not with an E. Still though. Yeah. He was named Damien after. Yes. My family has a very long history with his family, and it's something at some point we'll go into, but uh, Damien's amazing. He's a great guy. Sure, but it's just weird to me that somebody would name their kid Damien. But it's spelled different. It doesn't... So so if his name is Satan, but it's spelled (laughs) S-A-I-T-A-N? S-A-I-T-A-N? Then it's okay? Sure. (laughs) Hey, baby. Look, I think Damien's a cool name. I'm just saying, back then, everybody that had that name after that movie came out... Got some ass. He he was amazing. He got me into comic books. Like we played video games. Played D, not not D and D. We played a Marvel game together. That was the same. But but I met him. And on top of that, 
leading into the high school, uh, in eighth grade, I took a test and they ended up putting me into a quote unquote special school. But it was a campus where it was all, they essentially, the Des Moines public schools, they consolidated all of their, um, like college classes and the the high end not high end what am I trying to say the high end the high end the 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 smart kid the AP right. classes stuff they instead of having teachers at each high school they just had everybody bust down to one place and sure they want so to separate the smarts from I the actually, dumbs yeah essentially I actually went to two high schools at the same time I would go to Ooh. one in the morning and then one in the afternoon and much like you it, with your Evans school the the central campus was very small classes. Yeah. And they were technically college professors Ooh. teaching us. So I actually went into to college with a full year of credits because of, of central campus. But very I met cool. most of my lifelong friends came from, from that high school. So you went to three different high schools. I did. I did. I went, I had an interesting high school career. I went to, uh, in junior high, I went to Lutheran school oh. for seventh and eighth grade. Oh, wow. Okay. Where I think I talked about this, where I would, <laughs> Mr. Bell was the catechism teacher. Oh. And because I was Catholic, and, you know, every Christian <laughs> brand needs to have its own set of rules. Of course that it does. doesn't <laughs> jibe with the other Christian brand. So he'd be like, so when Jesus blah, 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 and I'd be like, nope, that's not how it works in Catholicism, <laughs> baby. And so finally, be like, you're being very disruptive to the class, and we're going to move have to ask you to step outside until the class is finished. And this would happen at least once a week. And he couldn't, <laughs> like, get me in trouble because I was basically just sticking up for my religion. So it was this really weird Mr. Bell. I used to make um, cartoons of him, cartoon books. Nice. Because he had this bowl cut. And so I had, I'd, I'd draw him wearing a bowl on his head, and I'd call him <laughs> Mr. Bowl. And I would pass it. The kids loved him. Made me popular, nice. and he never caught on. Grace Lutheran, I think the name of it. And it was a pretty good school. So from there, I was able to get into the Bishop School for Boys and Girls. Oh, wow. For high school, which was in friggin' La Jolla, which means I would oh. have to drive an hour oh, God. in carpool to school every day from other, you know, other people in Escondido. Yeah, yeah. It was horrible. And an hour home. And I did not want to go to this school. All of my friends were going to San Pasquale, which was the public school. Right. And at that time, man, I had this this unnatural hatred of preppies. <laughs> and I would write these. <laughs> I was a big Mad Magazine fan, so I wrote a lot of cartoon books as a kid. Right, right. That's how I learned how to channel my rage as a middle schooler, <laughs> was in, in cartoon form. So I'd draw all these cartoons about preppy kids and Izod shirts. I hated all that stuff, and I was so against all of it. And, and I <laughs> go to this school... And to top it off, I was a little chubby. I made a big mistake. <laughs> um, I had a lot of friends that had curly hair, right? And we swam a lot. I loved swimming. Swimming was my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. I was like in the pool as much as I was out of it, baby. I was a fish. Yeah, yeah. And what I was so jealous of was my buddies with curly hair. They get out of the pool, shiggity, 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 and their hair's just fine. You know, didn't have to put any product in it. Didn't have to do, you know, it's you had to look good back then because oh, yeah. of the girlies. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Or the boys. Depending yeah. on, but yeah. for me, it was the girlies. And uh, so I was like, I want curly hair so I can, from a swimming. <laughs> so I convinced my mom to go get me a perm. <sighs> and even the hairdresser was like, Are you sure that you want to do this? Because I don't think you're going to get what you think you're going to get. Because I thought I'd get like, these tight, kinky curls, you know. Oh boy, she finished. I had, not only was I a little chubby. I had braces, oh. 
And now I had the hair of an 85-year-old woman. It was like a bouffant do. And talk about like holding back them hot tears when I first saw it, man. And she even saw it. She was like, I'm sorry, but I want you. And she's like, maybe it'll relax a little bit. And it did relax a little bit. It wasn't, you know, it was was fine. So I get to Bishop's with my braces and my permanent and uh, and I'm not very popular. <laughs> no. Uh, I did play football because it was the first year they had a football team. And my mom was always making me play football because my real dad was a football player. So oh, yeah. as a tribute to him, she forced me to play football, you know, since like seventh grade. I played flag football. And then, yeah, yeah. Uh, and this was like my first tackle. I never played Pop Warner or whatever. So this was like oh, my yeah. first, you know. And so since it was their first team and there wasn't a lot of people on it, I ended up playing varsity. Oh, jeez. I just got my butt kicked, man. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was so afraid. Um, and so I was still a nerd. Even though I was on the football team, I was still a nerd. And I would hang out with these other nerds. And, you know, we would just play D&D or we would do nerd things. And one of my nerd buddies was a gentleman named Andrew Gunanen. Oh, God. And I don't know if people don't know, Andrew ended up being a spree killer who murdered Gianni Versace and several God. other people, which was just insane, man. Literally. I mean, look, I knew the kid when we were freshmen in high school. This is before all the stuff happened. I mean, he yeah, wasn't a gigolo yeah. or anything then. He was just a nerdy little kid yeah. like the rest of us. And he was a, a snide little kid, and we knew he was gay, and even though he didn't right, maybe know right, it at the time. But right. but he was still one of us, one of us misfits. You know, sure. there was him and this Chris Miner and a couple other kids, you know, we were always hanging out together. And I ended up, I hated that school so much, hated it so much because it was just a bunch of rich kids like doing yeah. cocaine and shit. And, and it was just not my speed. I just, right, I didn't right. like the vibe. I didn't like the kids. I didn't like, you know, I wanted to be with, with my peeps. <laughs> sure. I don't know, man. Sure. I was just unhappy. But so I convinced at the beginning of my, I, I did the whole freshman the beginning of my sophomore. I convinced my folks. It was easy to convince the old man that I, I wanted to go to public school. I was like, look, I'm not happy here. I hate driving. I hate the kids. Everybody's mean to me. Blah, blah, blah. I want to go to public school with my friends. Let me go to San Pasqual. And my mom didn't want to because she was smart enough to realize that that place was a pit of, <laughs> of nothing and it wouldn't get me into college. You know, she was right. But she relented because the old man was like, well, girl, well, because you don't want to pay the money for bishops. Sure. You know, that thing Just was pricey, baby. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, let him go. Let, let the kid do what he wants. So, uh, <laughs> so I switch over to. This was at the end of your freshman year? This is the beginning of my sophomore year. Beginning of your sophomore year, yeah, yeah. And I had one of my best friends, Phil. Um, he was a couple years older than me. We made movies together and hung out together. And, uh, but he went to San Pasquale. So when I went there, he and I hung out. He mm-hmm. was a senior. And he's like the coolest guy now. <laughs> An awesome dude. But at the time, you know, he was a drama nerd. We were all drama sure, nerds. You know, sure. he was, I wasn't, we weren't hanging out with the, uh, the creme of the croup. I wasn't. Right. I definitely wasn't playing football there because that was, you know, one of those Friday night lights. Oh yeah, I would have yeah. got you know killed. And yeah, and and luckily I got there after the tryouts because I know my mom would have made me try out. So I yeah. I luckily skirted that so I could just be a, a, a nerd. That school 
was so awful. Like, the math class would start, she would start every math class with a, a trivial pursuit card. Oh, God. It had nothing to do with math. No. What is that? We weren't learning anything really in math. Getting to know you games? Yeah. And then English. In English, if you, you could read a book and do a book report and get points. Mm-hmm. And if you did enough book reports, you could fail everything else. Not still do get anything a B else. Or an A, <laughs> depending on what you did. Right, right. And I love to read, so I would do the book reports. But then it got to the point where I was like, I wasn't even reading. I just read the back jacket, <laughs> a couple of pages here and there, and then just make up the story. You know, find an obscure book sure, that sure. I know that she wouldn't have read. Yeah. And yeah. then just, you know, use my improv skills to make up this elaborate <laughs> thing and was able to. I mean, it was all. All I did was just con and scheme and finagle <laughs> my way, you know. You should have gotten to politics. <laughs> yeah, well, speaking of, so the weird thing about this school was I went to school with uh, Tom Metzger's kid. Tom Metzger is? The head of the, was the head of the KKK. <laughs> oh, jeez. Weird that he was in Escondido. Why in Escondido? I have no idea, baby. But we would get, uh, we come to school. And we would get these dollar bills that would be in our locker. It was these white-looking dollar bills that were okay. like, wake up, white people. Oh, you know, the N-words are do-do-do-do. And, and just these horribly racist things. And, but here's the thing, man. I think I might have mentioned this before. Yeah. It was a lot harder to be a racist back then. Because you had to create this document, right? <laughs> and then you had to, like... Mimeograph it, and then cut it. Right, and then it took a lot more. Take work. all of yeah. these hundreds, because there's a big school. Yeah, hundreds of things that you created that must have taken hours. Yeah, you got to be really committed. And then not only that, you got to go to the school. You got to put one in every locker, and these are hundreds and hundreds right, of lockers. Right, right, right. I'm just saying. <laughs> It's no, so, no like, admiration you for that. Really but a, you really had to be a friggin' racist. Like, yeah. you knew you were a racist back then. You weren't yeah. dabbling your toes in. You were like, I'm in because it, this it is so much work. like these racist keyboard oh. warriors. Yeah, exactly. Spout off whatever. And yeah, it, it, it's awful. And it, it was so gross to come to school and have those in there. And that kid, too, man, he had a lot of, like, there was a group, you know, there, him and a group of whatevers. yeah. yeah. And it was a really weird thing. I didn't know the kid. I didn't yeah. want to know the kid. Yeah. You know, we were a bunch of drama nerds, man. We had like, great gay friends and whatever. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. We were all more, the misfits. More diverse. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All the high school misfits at the time. You know? Right. Um, so we didn't have any interest in racism. I had a really good friend, Larry. Remember Larry? Yeah, oh yeah, Larry. Oh, Larry. Yeah, with the laser, laser tag, tag Larry. Larry. Yeah, laser La- tag Larry. Larry was my absolute best friend growing up. My absolute best friend. He would hang out with Phil and our little group of misfits. Yeah. But Larry was going to La Jolla Country Dare, which is another private school. And because I was just like this, even then I was like, this is a waste of time. If I keep going to this yeah. high school, you know, I'm, I'm not going to. San Pasquale. Yeah, because yeah, I won't yeah. get to college because I'm not going to, you know. I, You're not going to learn anything. No. Yeah. And, and all my friends are leaving because they were seniors. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and so I was like, I, I want to go to school with Larry. I want to go to La Jolla Country Dare. Which is strange because that's, uh, I went to like daycare there or something when I was a little kid. Weird. Um, So my grades weren't amazing because I was so bored there. Right. right. So I had to, you know, I had to take a test, which I aced to get in. But I think the thing that got me into La Jolla Country Day was the essay that I wrote. 
Oh, yeah. I wrote this essay that could not have been a stinkier, more enormous pile of (laughs) bullshit. (laughs) I wrote this thing about, this is so gross. So I wrote this uh, essay about how my dad gave me this teddy bear when I was just a young baby. And after he died... I would bring that teddy bear. Like, I made this whole thing up about this teddy bear and how, you know, it helped me through and blah, blah, blah. I never got a teddy bear. Yeah. I don't think I even owned a teddy bear when I was a kid. <laughs> I'm like a Snoopy dog. But, you know, total BS. Yeah. Total heartstrings. I was a sociopath back mm, then, It worked. I think. Yeah. 100% worked. Got me in there like, look, <laughs> you got to take a typing class. But uh, but we'll let you in. So I was like, okay. Your essay's great. Your typing's <laughs> terrible. What, what? <laughs> I said, well, I didn't get it because I didn't type fast enough during the test. I think. Oh, oh. Um, and I still don't. I still type like a bastard. You do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't learn a damn thing in that peck, summer school. Peck and hunt. That's oh, true. I can get going if I'm. But uh, but so okay. So I get to La Jolla Country Day. Now, just by a hair, I miss going to school with Tucker Carlson. Oh. Uh. <laughs> And uh, just to set the record straight, I know that teacher that he talked about that said that she would cry and talk about all the... Oh, yeah. He's so full of... I mean, (laughs) surprise, spoiler alert, he's full of crap. She was an amazing teacher, just like all the teachers. That school, I will have to say, because it was a non-denominational, it was a secular Mm -hmm. private school. It was small. There was like 50 kids in the class. Yeah, Um, yeah. And it was a, a place where you could do anything. Like, there was no clicks. Like, I, I could get no, along yeah. with all, you know, I played football and baseball and track. And, but I was also did all the plays and was the lead of the plays wow. and got to be. So it was a really fun place to finish out my career. Because right, it was like, right. Larry and I own that school, man. But, yeah, it's just like I got a chance to do so much at that school. It was so much fun. Um, that that was that when I think of my high school experience, I think of La Jolla Country Day. Like I don't, the other two were kind of missteps, but that, sure. that was well, like, sometimes it takes a while to get to the right place. You yeah. Know? I mean, I, I get that. I a lot of that. great people, a lot of great, I mean, I'm still like Facebook friends with a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Don't really speak to most people. Yeah. Yeah. A misanthropist, <laughs> but, uh, no, but it's just, it's really, it was a, it was an interesting time. Because it was the 80s. I don't know. I, I have good and bad feelings about high school. Yeah. I don't know. I never did. I never do. Because high school is kind of shitty. Yeah. And I, it was fine. Part of it was fine. Part of it was good. But, yeah. like, to me, college was, was going to be the thing. Because right. college was the thing where you're away from your parents and you're away from everybody. And, drugs. And, and drugs. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I mean, even going to the two high schools, like, it was the second I could drive. It was so great because the, the central campus was literally four minutes away from my home high school. Oh, nice. And so they would give us one period during the day was our travel period. So I And it bled into my lunch, and so I literally had two hours off in the middle of each day. Oh, wow. And it would take me four minutes to get to wherever we were eating with my friends. We'd just hang out for an hour and a half and then go do the classes. And it was great because the, the AP teachers were so incredibly decisive and like they didn't waffle about things like mm-hmm. i had my ap european history teacher was very liberal extremely liberal yeah and the ap Ur- u.s history teacher was extremely conservative Ooh. and you would catch them in the hallway just screaming at each other and like you're in high school and you're like you can do that yeah like, this is a thing yeah um yeah i remember high school 
our history teacher taught us like the real history. You know, she was so uh, passionate about not whitewashing history, and, yeah. And, yeah. and to the point where like some parents got upset with her, but you know they yeah. didn't fire her. They, that was back then when. But people would complain, and they'd be like, yeah. okay, well, yeah, it's we heard you. <laughs> it is what it is. You can take your kid out of school yeah, if you want, yeah. but we're not going to change. Yeah, I, I love those teachers. They were great. Uh, my favorite was Ms. Cotton. She she taught our AP comparative literature class. Ooh. And I have a tendency when I yawn, I yawn really loudly. And yeah. it's never because I'm bored. It's just I yawn loudly. And it's gross. Ms. Cotton hated it yeah well you're yawning loudly in her class of course i would hate it too from the first day she determined that i was just an awful person and and to the point where she actually stuck me away from the other students at at a giant desk yeah facing the other students and and i eventually just started sitting there because i was like all right this is what we're gonna do i would just read during class i i paid attention but like you know it's comparative literature. Like, yeah. What are you What are you teaching? Really? Yeah. You know. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And and it got to the point where the other students started getting jealous because I would just do my own thing, and and it got down to uh, I'll never forget the final paper of that year. It was a, it was like a ten page term paper, and I did a, a comparison between uh, Grendel and um, Holden Caulfield. From uh, Catcher in the Rye. Catcher in the Rye. Well, Grendel was the John Gardner adaptation from the early 70s oh. from Grendel's point of right. view. Yeah, but yeah, it was yeah. about about being alone, you know. And, and the paper was great. I literally waited till the night before to do it. <laughs> and I wrote a 10-page paper. She was handing them back. And she pointed out this this one girl and said, oh, look, here's Christy. She got the only perfect score and hands it back. 360 out of 360. She's so great. She hands me my test. My test had a perfect 360 out of 360 on it, and she refused to acknowledge it. Weird. She even said that, oh, Christy, Christy was going to get 359, but I need to have somebody with a perfect score in the class. I was just like, oh, granted, I, at this point, I was like leaving school, so I was sure. just like, whatever, I don't care. But You didn't scream, F you! No, no. Run out. <laughs> I learned. I learned in the five years since then. Um, but she was crazy. She'd fall asleep during class. She was way too old yeah. to be teaching. Yeah. Uh, there's the good teachers and the bad teachers. Yeah. But I learned from her. And sure. she, at the end of it, like, she kind of was like a grudging, like, respect to the fact that I just put up with her crap for all year. There and you go. And then. It was fun. Now you're married. And now I'm married. Yeah, no, she's dead. Well. <laughs> she is very far dead, as far as I know. I um, don't say that too loudly. Yeah, um, I always gravitated towards the English teachers. Mrs. Hensley and Mr. Yeah. Lee. And I was really good friends with the dean of students uh, at La Jolla Country Day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we we hung out after I graduated. Like, oh wow! Like, at wow. an apartment in San Diego, That's my crazy. first summer back, and uh, we had her over for dinner and talked about like doing mushrooms and stuff. It was really cool. <laughs> my AP European history class, I'll never never forget. He gave us because you do the AP tests like two weeks before yeah. finals, and the teacher was like, "I'm not going to give you guys a final, but I'm going to give you a test." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What? What are you talking about?" And he handed us a test. Didn't tell us what it was. I was just like, well, this is not worth my grade, so I just dab a cadabba the whole way. It was the Iowa Highway Patrolman's test. Oh. And off of the abacadabba, I passed it. Nice. <laughs> which which made me not feel very confident about the cops that were running around my wow. state. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that I was really lucky about growing up in California is we used to party on the beach. Oh, yeah. And we yeah. would get, we would make 
our own California cooler Ooh. where you would get a whole, you get a cooler yeah. and you'd fill it with wine and fruit and seven up and sherbet and all sorts of oh, shit. Wow. And, and you mix it all up. Oh, just everything in the cooler. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then you just dunk your, your, your oh, yeah, like a big punch, punch bowl kind of thing. We would party. We partied so much at the beach, bonfires and stuff, that we had a time capsule at school when, <laughs> at our graduation, we had this time capsule that we, you know. Yeah. Put time capsules, you put it in the ground. You put and them you in the ground. And years they... later, to be like, look what we I put in there. I don't understand what time capsules was are. As president of the, of the class, mm-hmm. uh, during <laughs> the graduation ceremony, I was putting things in the time capsule, the stuff that we had put in. And the stuff that we'd put in was one, a Corona bottle <laughs> filled with sand from the beach that we went to party oh, most nice, of the time. Nice. My friend Jonathan Crosby's dead gerbil. Oh. In a baggie. Wow. And there was something else that was really questionable that we put in, too, that was like, Larry and I were the ones doing the, because he was vice president. Right, of course. Poor Larry, man. He was such a great guy. He, I was such a jerk. <laughs> he decides, he's like, I think I'm going to run uh, for president of, of, uh, oh, of the class. No. <laughs> and I was like, I think I want to run for president. I think I'm going to run for president. Oh, you were what? that guy, yeah. Jim. I don't want to run for president. And then, the, then uh, Mrs. Boyd, the dean, was like, Larry, you sh- we, we need you to run for vice president. <laughs> so poor Larry had to run for vice president. We win. I win president. He wins vice president. I'm like Trump, man. I just want the title, baby. <laughs> I, don't wanna, I don't care about any of this you stuff. Don't care. Yeah. Um, so poor Larry had to do all the work. Uh, but it was just like, that was the thing. Larry and I growing up, he was like, we were like Goofus and Gallant, if you've ever seen the Highlights mm-hmm. magazine. There was this thing yeah, called oh, yeah. Goofus and Gallant. And it was like, Goofus talks back to all of the teachers, and Gallant gives them presents like apples and candies. <laughs> and uh, so Larry was a really good kid from a really good family, real smart, snappy banjo player. Nice. Absolutely gorgeous. Guy looked like uh, Tom Cruise, like a blonde Tom Cruise. Wow. Um, but he was, God love him, he was really naive, which made him come across kind of, he would be, he was just a sweet, smart guy that wanted to trust people. Yeah. Larry was always the good influence, and I was the bad influence, you know? Larry got me to play football or go to the gym or, you know, or, or study or whatever, yeah, and I'd yeah. get Larry to go out and drink or go out and, and, you know, go to a party or go. So we balanced each other out really well. Yeah. And, uh, and this, like... This dynamic in high school was great because the teachers would use Larry to try to get me to do. Because I, the way I approached high school or school after the whole Evans debacle and getting bored was, I'll study stuff that I like. Yeah, yeah. I won't stuff that I don't. Oh no, I'll no. still pass the tests. Yeah, you know, because it's like you know how it is. It's like you're oh, lucky no, enough to be. Yeah. you know. But it's just. I didn't see the point. And, and the whole, like, show your work crap, I hated that. Because oh, no, it's no. like, I just, I know the answer, man. Yeah. Why do I have to jump through hoops? You that, know, was, to, to... that was the thing that I, the only thing I ever got in trouble for growing up was the fact that I just never did my homework. Yeah. I didn't have to. Yeah. Until I got to the central campus and I took one AP class. And I was like, it's fine. Yeah. And then I failed the first test. And then, because I didn't read anything, right, I didn't right, do right. anything. And the teacher, I had to, I never, 
I keep saying this. I'll never forget this. I had to go to my dad with a slip and have him sign it. And I, I hung out with him in his workshop for a while, and he finally just stopped and was like, what's going on? <laughs> like, I know you don't come down here unless there's something you need. And I just started crying, and I was like, I'm, I'm failing this class. Wow. Like, I screwed this up. And he goes, okay. Like, I appreciate the fact that you came to me. He's like, get your shit together. Yeah. I got an A on the next test. Teacher called my parents up and said, I've never seen anybody do this before. <laughs> Literally be failing and then immediately turn around. And I was like, yeah, because I actually read the stuff. There you go. And realized I was not better than the work. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I was better than the work, and I still am, <laughs> and I always will be. Well, I didn't learn that lesson for very long, but <laughs> I lost a college scholarship because of doing that crap. Oh, baby. College, man. And that was the thing, too. It was like, it was really hard going to college. Like, yeah. just the change. I yeah. had such really close friends. You know, your yeah. high school friends, if you're lucky enough to have that tribe or that group or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It was, we... Larry went to where did Larry go? Colgate, which was you, you, you're like asking me. No, he <laughs> went to Colgate, I think. Yeah, Larry went to Colgate. Let me check my Larry notebook. Which was very fairly oh, close yeah, yeah, to yeah. to Boston. So oh, you know, yeah, I got to yeah. visit him a couple times. Our friend Marcy went to to uh, school in Colorado, and I got to visit her there. And 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 my crush, my the woman that I loved. Oh man, I can't wait till we do our. Uh, our moonlighting episode. Oh yeah, because uh, I was obsessed with that show in high school. Yeah, and yeah. I had this what I thought was a <laughs> oh, very no. similar relationship between yeah. the two of them. But it was this girl that I just loved, and but she we 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 like fooled around, and, but she mm. wouldn't really date me. But she wasn't. Really, it was like one of those like yeah. best friends. And, yeah, and it, it, this BS went on like all through college and after. Oh wow! It's like yeah. Wow. We would spend uh, Thanksgiving every year together oh, yeah. during yeah. college, and then a little bit after. And and uh, yeah, man, that was just that messed me up. Yeah, I had but a, it was a, my own doing. I mean, you know. Yeah, no, it's same. I had it the same. Uh, the, my first real crush, this uh, same best friend, and we never really. It wasn't until after high school. But we went all through high school, and then after high school, we kind of messed around a bit. And, yeah. I have a really gnarly story that I'm not going to tell, <laughs> but uh, but it was it messed me up. It yeah, definitely messed me up. but it was just looking back on it, it was just so silly. I, it's just the things, the thing that is that 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 we tend to forget, and I think it's probably something that when you have kids, it comes back and and because yeah, you relive yeah. it through them. But we forget just how traumatic oh, and difficult yeah. and just oh, yeah. dire high school was. Yeah, and the and the great thing about the '80s movies. Was they really captured that feeling? Kind of high of, tension. Yeah, yeah. But just what it is to be a yeah, kid and yeah. like and the pressure. How everything is everything is the end of the world. Yes. Yes. And and your hormones and yeah. you know and it's just such a difficult time. But we tend to romanticize it. Because it was sure. a time of not a lot of responsibility. You know, you're all, I can't wait till I'm old enough and I don't have to do homework. Nobody tells me what to do. I can stay out all night and take my car. And then you get older and you're like, man, I just wish I was back in high school. <laughs> I'd take an Driving hour of homework anytime. Man, doing that homework. <laughs> Smooching. Uh, so I guess grass is always greener. But I do, I, I'm very... I feel very fortunate that I got to live a lot of different high school lives. Yeah. I got to be the yeah, nerd cool. and the fat yeah. kid and, you know, I got to be an athlete and I got to be popular and unpopular yeah. and bullied yeah. and a bully and, you know, all these different things that I think helps you become 
a little more well-rounded, but also kind of gives you, I think it, it enforced my empathy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think when you, when you're on the other side of being popular and the other side of whatever, if you get to the side of being popular, then you're less likely to be a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. I think that goes in high school when you're younger. Like I remember in, in, Going into like sixth grade, mm-hmm. like fifth, sixth grade, into middle school from grade school, yeah, yeah. And I had a couple of really nerdy buds, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Woof! Like we're talking <laughs> hardcore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, and I got a little popular in sixth grade, oh. and I dropped them like a ton of bricks. Ooh. So mean, just mm-hmm. that you know that like yeah. Yeah. like you were talking about yeah, where the guy think, you're like, yeah. hey. Who, Go got, do the thing, and I got the new toy. Yeah, and he's yeah, like, "What? Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, yeah. fool! Look yeah. at this nerd! Look at this fool!" Oh, so the worst. Embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, th- there's still there's still things that I think of from grade school and high school <laughs> where <laughs> yeah. I just oh, yeah. oh, I cringe at my behavior. It's just, you can feel the heat oh, coming man. on. Oh, oh you're yeah. such a, just the feeling of being such a jerk. But I guess that proves I'm not a sociopath. Yeah, because I have empathy and feelings. You do. You do. I hurt people constantly, <laughs> but I occasionally feel bad about it, so that's okay. Well, uh, my beer's gone, and we're out of time. Yeah. So, uh, seven and seven has been sucked down. God knows we have a billion other stories oh we, my could, God. we could talk about. Didn't even uh, talk about how I used to go to Tijuana every weekend. Oh, wow. In high school. That's crazy. In in high school? Wow. Oh, because oh, we could drink. Yeah, yeah. We all had 18-year-old fake IDs that we basically just wrote on a piece of paper, I'm 18, and they'd be like... <laughs> Would you? Okay. Yeah. Give but, me your uh, money. We'll, we'll definitely go into some. We got to have like a show where we go into all of our mischiefs. Because I oh, think yeah. the oh, statute yeah. of limitations has run out on most of them. I hope so. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, hope you enjoyed listening to us ramble on. Well, mostly me ramble on about yeah. what it was like being young. Now you kind of know why we are the way we are. Yeah. <laughs> Just a small sliver, the tip of the iceberg of why we are screwed up as we are. Yes. But next, uh, we're coming up on October. Yeah, a little bit of Spooktober. Ooh, Spooktober, where we're going to be doing uh, Night, Night of the, the Living, Living Dead, Dead yeah, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Friday the 13th, 13th, and the original Halloween. Yeah, we lucky enough, October this year is five weeks. Yeah. So you're going to do five extra show. spooky shows. And I think, oh, I think on the Stepdad show, I'll tell my story about growing up in a haunted house. We're going to have a very special spooky stepdad show. And you know what, man? You didn't tell us about those murders that you promised. Oh, my God, I didn't. You bastard. Um, the, what were they? The hi-fi murders? The hi-fi okay, murders. Come on, give us the right, quickie. Here we go. Give All us right. a quickie. So <clears throat> these two guys, they were in the Air Force uh, in in Utah, uh, outside of Ogden. And uh, they decided they were going to rob this hi-fi store. Yeah. And uh, one of the guys, the kind of mastermind of it, decided that whoever they kidnapped, they were going to murder. Damn. He just said, screw it, we're going to murder. That guy them. wanted to be a murderer. He watched, yes, he watched a movie where someone drank Drano and died immediately. Ugh. So he poured Drano down the throat of three different people. Oh, good Lord. Guess what? It doesn't kill no. you. No. It just makes you hurt bad. Ah. He ended up having to shoot two of them in the head. Ugh. And one guy, he stuck a pin in his ear and then kicked it. That guy lived. That Jeepers, guy lived. Creepers. His son died. Uh, it was one of the parents that came to find his kids that were working at the hi-fi store. Good Lord. 
it it ended up being hi fi is a stereo for those of you yeah, who are under yeah. sixty. <laughs> yeah, it was so incredibly horrible, and it ended up being a huge kind of watershed moment for Utah because the the five guys that perpetrated they only had uh, three of them they were able to charge. Mm. And uh, two of them were executed. Oh, uh, wow. But they were all minorities. And so, and the jury that came on was all white. Uh, and it was a well, huge and thing. And it's Utah white, which yeah, is like yeah. as white as you can So get. it was a big, big deal. But they they did the most unspeakable things. Yeah, minorities the, not. That's disgusting. The 17-year-old girl that was working there, they raped and murdered, <sighs> shot her in the head. Uh, one guy lived, got shot in the head and lived. One of the kids lived for a while. And it was just, but the pin in the ear was the most disturbing thing I've ever read. Yeah, that's like uh, the Dark Knight. It was. With uh, the Joker. Yeah. yeah. When he does it the was disappearing, disappearing trick. trick. It was so net. But the guy lived. That was the messed up thing. The oh, lived he didn't hear that. out of that ear. And that thing, he must have had brain damage. Yeah. It, thing, oh, my well, God. it came out through like his oh, cheek. Luke, yeah. God, what yeah. a. Oh. This is why I didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So anyway, Hi-Fi Murders. Look it up. Yikes. Read it. There's a really nice long Wikipedia article about it. It's really Very nasty. Graphic. Ugh. Well, right. I asked for it, so I wanted to hear it. It's my fault. <laughs> Blame me. All right. Well, it'll, it's a nice segue into Spooktober. Yes. Murder into murder. But first will be... Mm, they're coming for you, Barbara. Yeah. So excited about this. Yes. Well, listen up next week. Welcome to the Gen X Files. I'm Jim. I'm Adam. And today it's another for the stepdads. Hmm. Oh, sorry. Is that not what we're going to say? (laughs) (laughs) We're usually so in sync. Uh, Welcome to the Gen X Show. I'm Jim. Gen X Show. (laughs) We now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. Super Friends, already in progress. <laughs>